Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello. Andrew. Hi. Hi. How do you feel? Um, oh, you, well, better than you, dumb fucks. Yeah. I'm crushing it. You said you feel good, and I was like, what a twist. We got to get that on mic. I was sort of joking. (laughs) <laughs> Come on. I, I'm still do, doing better than the two of you who, before we started recording, literally was like a little marathon of like how little sleep both of you got and <laughs> and how how terrible everything is. And I was like, you know what? Although I had a, I did actually have a long morning before we started recording. So just stick with the good. You said good. I'm, stick with I'm, it. I'm doing great. Yeah. I really I'm like doing... Tony and I off mic or complaining about how tired we are and then Andrew comes in doing better than you dumb fucks like, yeah. <laughs> like that was very stupid yeah yeah I mean mine was stupid I took no. a gamble you got tricked I got yeah. tricked but look when I used to work okay so what happened was I ordered a turmeric latte <laughs> at 6 p.m. last night thinking it was like a golden milk latte where there's just turmeric and shit in it and it turned out there was espresso in it so I was up until 6 a.m. um but when I worked in a coffee shop, I was always like, yo, if you really need decaf, you should not be in here. If you cannot afford to take the gamble that one of these <laughs> fucking hungover college students might accidentally give you regular espresso, you just shouldn't be in this place. This A, a coffee shop is a gamble you have to be ready for. It's a risk. Meanwhile, yes. I was making an espresso martini at seven because I learned how to make them this weekend. And oh, uh, so- Tawny was accidentally having espresso, and I was like, just one and a half for me tonight, uh, which probably explains why I also had wild uh sleep. Oh, yeah. But uh, wait, and- okay. But now that I'm putting this together, I had forgotten. We talked about this in Minneapolis, I believe, maybe mm-hmm. on even on the Yo Can We Live, about the composition of an espresso martini. Mm-hmm. But you, I know it's very popular these days, but you've, you were the, you've been drinking them a lot. Kevin's the OG. Kevin, like, move over, housewives. Yeah. I'm the OG from like a year and a half ago. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it does feel like there's been like waves of them. Um, but yeah, I, a friend introduced me to them at the Dresden, a bar in LA like a year and a half ago. And I was like, I like this a lot. And then um, I've had, you know, my fair share at various bars over the last year and a half, but I've, but I've never made one myself. And uh, I got a little espresso machine for my birthday and i was like hey i got the vodka the Mm -hmm. coffee liqueur the like look uh and uh the espresso let's do it kalua kalua yeah or or nicer than kalua yeah i think i just did um that's it man just throw it in a shaker with some ice and then uh boom yeah and uh halloween Yep, my Halloween espresso martini. I'll probably have one today. <laughs> oh my <laughs> for the, god! You're for my little trick or treaters. <laughs> yeah, um, there you go, kids. <laughs> this is the podcast. Yo, is this racist? Where we eventually listen to your voicemails about racism. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Tony Newsom. That's Andrew T. We got our producer Kevin Bartelt, newly, newly Kevin uh, Espresso Bartel to the house. <laughs> oh yeah, Espresso Bartel. Um, yep, there's something there. We'll find it. Espresso Martelt? Kevin Espresso? Anyway, okay. um, you guys, who was in blackface for Halloween? Not like on this Zoom. I mean, like in <laughs> like, not the it. world. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone, the closest it sounds like was um, 
Kim Kardashian wearing all blue. <laughs> she was in blueface. And I think we simply have to count that as progress. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For what? Finally, she's appropriating Smurfs instead of just, you mm-hmm. know, black women. Um <laughs> Well, you know, um, if we can move <laughs> if we can move all the culture vultures onto uh, you know, mythical creatures, that is progress. Other shit, yeah. Well, I feel like that this is definitely one of those we call it progress now and the world will be happy to show us why that was a mistake. Yeah, you give a mouse a racism cookie. Quickly, yeah. We uh <laughs> I mean, I guess uh this is the, in the news that actually probably is going to legitimately change, have to change our process because so much of our ah uh, shit, we got to talk about the news is like scrolling what I looked at on what I liked on Twitter this week. Mm-hmm. And now that Twitter finally made the transition to being owned by Elon Musk, um, and as a consequence, like, like, Right-wing people are not confused about what this means. Like Mm-mm. the a number of you know people reacting, many many people I saw like reacting by just posting racial slurs um, because of this idea that free speech is back or comedy is back as Elon Musk, the unfunniest human being on earth, mm-hmm. um, said. Like that to them is what comedy requires. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything new about this, but we are probably going to... I don't... Are, are you going to get off the Twitter? I mean, I think I'm just going to leave it up and not really use it or engage because, you know, so much of the Trek uh, community was all I was really using it for. And yeah. I feel sad because, you know, a lot of those people are still, like, not able to come out to conventions and stuff. So it's a way to connect with the fandom. But... uh I just don't think I'm going to be active. Um, the The lack of the check mark. I know everyone's kind of dunking on this move to um, uh, make people pay for the verified check mark, which I know, like the whole blue check thing, is has its problems and it's stupid in a lot of ways. But one thing it does do is for marginalized people, it gives you an at. Well, it used to. It gives you gave you an added layer of security when you needed to attempt yeah. to reach out to Twitter security about any sort of harassment or if someone was impersonating you, it just allowed you to prove that you were you and to get help when it worked. It didn't often work, but when it did. So with that gone, because who the fuck is going to pay $20 a month to have your yeah. stupid blue check mark? With that gone, that's just another layer of security that's removed and people are just going to get harassed and targeted even more. So yeah. it's just a less and less safe place for it's it is yeah it is a less good and worse space i am i am a little also just like (laughs) like let's not pretend that fucking jack dorsey or whoever the fuck was not also a open white supremacist like libertarian free thinker but you know he just realized what probably what elon musk is going to realize is that to have things like advertisers you actually can't have it be a free-for-all bed of hate speech Mm. Um, so Elon Musk will just have to decide whether he wants advertisers or he wants his like right-wing um, fans, uh, followers to be happy. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm a little just like, yeah, I, 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 I'm trying to just be conscious of like, we all, every, every single one of us do all kinds of things that prop up 
you know, in, in terms of living our lives and doing our business that um, ultimately are led and benefit uh, these fucking racists. So this is worse, but, you know, it's not like it was great before, I guess, is my mm-hmm. my main thing. Um, however, a shocking amount of where I processed news and information came from here, which is a me problem, but ugh, I guess we'll just have to figure some other shit out. Um, you know, it is worse, but it is also like, I mean, I think that is part of the other side. This is where my, look, the tens of thousands of people I have blocked come in handy is like, you know, you can always for now block these people. Um, I have also, I think we talked about this, um, but part of the reason, the other reason my block list is so large is because my other policy is if you ever have advertised or promoted a tweet on Twitter, you get blocked by me as well. Um, So (laughs) I actually see very little of most stuff. And that has, of course, come to bite me in the ass before in, uh, especially because as we have come to have friends and colleagues who are by necessity promoting their Hollywood projects. So I have had to attenuate. Sometimes people just get muted instead of blocked. That's (laughs) Um, smart. But, or if it's someone I know, I sometimes make an exception. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, if everyone just blocked everyone that advertised on Twitter, they would also stop making money. Um, and that would probably be good also. So mm. consider consider that. Um, you don't want these people to have... The main thing is to it, the less money Elon Musk has, the better it is. So yeah. all that being said, I'm probably happy to leave Twitter. Um, yeah, I think I'm just... You know, I, uh, I I realized I didn't tweet about the finale episode of Lower Decks this season, even though I was, partly because I was sad, because I was like, oh, this season's over. And also partly because I was like at a wedding and I was doing other stuff and I was like, oh, I'll do it later. And then I didn't realize that the ownership thing was happening. So now I'm just kind of like, maybe I just made a soft exit. Who knows? Maybe yeah. Back. I'm not not making any declarations i just kind of am it's it's it bums me out so maybe i'll stay away from it we should all stay away from things that bum us out more yeah it's a hot take yeah just like you don't you don't need it just get the fuck out of here yeah man. Um, um last week we missed a story well i don't know if we missed it or if i subconsciously kind of knew that it was not really in our lane to talk about but i do just want to point at the um there was a story about um, activist Sheen Littlefeather who had recently passed. Um, there was a, I don't know if you call it news or if it's opinion, but there was a story about a, a claim that she is maybe not of Native heritage. And all I want to say is that for the people on this podcast, this ain't our lane. It is not our, uh, even though we run a racism podcast, we do not run a tribal enrollment and verification podcast. None of us are native folk. So just wanted to point out that we did see that story and uh, just the number of people kind of just like retweeting it at face value. I understand that the author of it um, has had a bit of a a checkered past with some native activists, specifically native women, um, native women who are also black. There's like a you know, maybe there's something to look into before just taking that story at face value. So I just, as always, when we run up against things that are not entirely our lane, 
I encourage you to seek out the voices who are from that demographic and follow them and see what they're talking about before just retweeting that story. Because I saw a lot of people just retweeting the thing that's like, oh my God, she's not really native. What a wild thing. And it's like, ugh, let's maybe, let's maybe get a little more versed on the topic before, you know. Well, especially when it like confirms existing ugly biases, at least take a second to find more and get a plurality. I mean, it's sort of like the, the like issue. Yeah. But, but with the, um, you know, like, like you can always find someone from one or two people from a community, but that doesn't make a plurality. And like, um, actually I forgot about this. Uh, but, uh, speaking of, um, we'll call them outliers in their communities. Fucking MIA just tweeted a photo of herself with, uh, Candace Owen, uh, which really, because MIA is like so strongly anti-vax and I guess has gone very conservative uh, religious. Just a wild swing, just a wild swing from her early days. Yeah. Uh, But you know what? There's a lot about the early aughts that we could stand to leave behind. Yeah. Um, (laughs) A lot of the fashion's back. That's cute. But you know... We don't need, we don't need a lot of the music from the early aughts. Yeah, well, it's also like this thing where you're like, like you you start to see how, like, these people that you wanted to be geniuses or you need them to be musical geniuses or whatever, mm-hmm. um, like the smartest they have is contrarianism. Or what right. they perceive as contrarianism. And it's not actually smart. Like the thing, the thing is with like Kanye thinking he's like a free thinker and like Candace Owen thinking they're free thinkers is like, like, how free are you really when all you could do is say the thoughts of the fucking like every powerful white person in this country for the, as long as this country right. has existed? Like so subversive. That's, that's your that's your big original like conclusion. Aligning with the mainstream bigots. Very yeah. Wow, how what counterculture? So it's just like it's just like oh yeah like and it's honestly like it's not like fine because like they both made music that was political but um you start to see like just the like how far music can take you mm-hmm. like you don't have to like actually have you don't have to communicate like like a song is not a fucking book i guess like you can talk about things and evoke emotions but you can do it with sincerity you could do it falsely um and you don't typically like you're not you know like in the course of lyrics able to communicate things that you know you can communicate feelings but you can't communicate thoughts uh Often, most songs, um, which I is like know. fine. I think you no, can. I think you just have to not be an idiot or a bigot. Like, well, I guess what it, what I want to mean is like it's not like you have to like explain yourself or believe it. You can just sort of say the thing quickly. Like it's not like you need to, you know, have a whole body of work behind songs it, within the body of the song. Well, I think that's where the knowing the individual artists politics and values that's the explanation yeah so unfortunately these people as we get to know them 
yeah. they bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. It's like there's there's it's like outside of the walls of the song. Mm-hmm. Is where is where That'd the thinking song. Ha- has to the take place. You know? Mm-hmm. It's the it's where the prison for the ideas is contained. Also, um, for so many of, not all, but for so many of these, you know, rather wealthy people who achieved mega fame at any point, so much of this world is hypothetical to them because yeah. so little of it actually touches and affects them the way that it touches the rest of us. Even us sitting here in our Hollywood bubble, you know, there's a there's a sharp division between how things affect us and how they affect a lot of people in the world. So. Yeah, I just am like, I don't know, when musicians pop off like this or turn wild, I'm just kind of like, yeah, because everything's a, a, a hypothetical art experiment to you. Yeah. You live in a weird fucking castle. But also not a you very good experiment. You eat eyeshadow for breakfast. Like, who are yeah. you? Remember when we were mad at MIA for shooting redheaded people in a music video? Remember when that was her biggest scandal? <laughs> I don't actually. <laughs> oh my god! Well, we we I say we. I think more meaning white people. They were like, "It's redhead genocide," and I was like, "It's just a dumb music video that is just violent." Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I. It, it's just like, but that that's what I mean. I guess is it's just like, like within the the bounds of like a song or even a music video, right? It's like you're not really communicating anything shooting a bunch of redheaded people. Like, or it's just like not, it's not within what's the, you know, the actual art. And then Mm -hmm. it's like explanations and analysis and this, but like, it's not in the text of whatever is happening. And the same with like these songs. It's like, oh, this is an allusion to this, or, oh, this is a phrase from this. Like, yeah, okay. But you can copy down allusions and phrases and you can use them for all kinds of purposes. doesn't mean you're saying what you think you're saying even um yeah it's just you know it's like fine and you know music especially i think does i'm not saying it doesn't do things but i'm just saying like you know there are there are ways that you we as fans can ascribe thoughts that are simply not there yeah because you want them to be there I also, though, and this is funny because this dovetails into our premium content, us talking about music with Andrew. The only thing I will point out is that I do think you're overlooking the 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 uh, intangible kind of uh, uh, ability that music has to evoke things, you know, outside of the lyrical content. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, but... I guess what I mean is like those are those are feelings and not thoughts. But what's how is that different from reading a book and having a feeling because it triggers a memory? I guess because it's like a like in a book you can make like a longer argument and and explain your thoughts more. A double um, album is a pretty long yeah place but to it's, exp- it's, it's explore like, and explain your thoughts. I think you just it's not like it's, it's just not that many words. I, I know, but know? I think you're just coming at it from such a writer. I don't think you're like, uh, I don't think you're giving enough <laughs> credence to the the emotional impact that literal like arrangements of notes and l- layers of harmonics can have on on the physical body, on y- your emotional self that like you might not even be aware are happening. Well, no, I I I think I'm saying that too. I get what I mean though is like it's like. Kanye West can write political songs about the black experience without meaning them. 
um, clearly. You know, whether he's, like, changed or not, it's just, like, you know, we, we, like, within the actual words that get said by him in those Mm -hmm. lyrics, like, there's, there are assumptions. And those assumptions are buttressed by, like, the music and, and, like, the emotions they evoke. But, like, I don't know. I'm just, like, like, I think he would argue his work is consistent, you know? It's just about him being a free thinker. And and there's like, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just like, like, I guess I, would, I just mean is like, like musicians don't have to be, lyricists don't have to be these like political thinkers. Like we don't have to give them that. We feel that and we want it, but it's like not always there. I'm just um, not going to let you say that books... Um, uh, impart more meaning than music. I, I just won't let you. <laughs> no, impart more information. That's not the same. I as won't meaning. let you say that either. It's, it's different information. <laughs> it's differently processed oh, information. Sure. Just because it's yeah, not yeah, words. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's like, where I'm like drawing a hard line. All right. Well, that's. I guess I see what you're saying. I mean, <laughs> what I mean though is like. Kevin's like spinning his chair around in agony. I'm like, wait, well, so you guys like- hear my thoughts on DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but what I'm just saying is like, it's like, it doesn't, um, so you're, you're saying, this is going so long, I can't believe we're doing this. Um, I know, people hate this. <laughs> you're, you're saying it's more like, this is probably the strongest disagreement we've ever had. Uh, that tracks. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, what, what I, what I guess what I, what I think I'm saying is, well, no, because then it's just like people can lie. I think in all kinds of people can lie in all kinds of mediums, and yeah, you can write a book you don't believe matter. in. Yeah, yeah, that's probably just right. Um, I guess what I mean is like you don't have to let these like um, pop stars be political leaders. How about that? That's definitely true. That, that's what I mean more. <laughs> I'm just like like it's like like it's nice that. Kanye West said a thing like George Bush doesn't care about black people, but like, you know, clearly now we're seeing where that comes from. And it wasn't a belief in that. Mm. It was a like child's, um, you know, vision of what contrarianism is. Yeah. He was just grabbing for, you know, symbolism and shock and metaphor and whatever. But it's like, yeah, I think authors can do that too. Right. Yeah, that's right. People who write TV do that all the time where I'm like, how the fuck did you write that? And then I meet you and you're terrible or you're complaining about how white guys can't get staffed in Hollywood. Yet you wrote this other show, you know? That's true. That's true. I feel like I I meet those dudes daily. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. Anyway. Kevin, where you stand on Blu-rays? Don't worry about Kanye West and, and MIA. They're stupid people. Um, all, uh, speaking of problematic pop stars, we really need y'all to check out oh. a little <laughs> bit of bonus content. It's amazing how well this argument um, dovetails into our, our bonus content. Uh, we did a little premium show. Part two of it released just today, as of recording today, Monday, for you in the past, called Andrew Sings. Where me and Kevin taught Andrew how to sing. There's two parts out now. There's a third part on the way. It is delightful. I was howling 
listening back. You can get all of these uh, uh, on our subscription site, suboptimalpods.com. It's located in the Suboptimal Bundle, which has a bunch of grab bag of stuff that does not have to do with racism. It helps us keep the lights on. Go over and check it out, suboptimalpods.com. Andrew, it is so funny. Have you listened to it? It is amazing. I have not. I was, I was, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to have trouble. <laughs> I didn't listen back to the first one either because it, it was giving me the sweats. Got it. Got it. So I, I think your improvement is marked. And then in the <laughs> in the second episode, it really we really get into the verses of um oh, so Andrew is singing Sia's chandelier. Yes. Speaking of let's right. not and that is, put these pop stars on a pedestal. Increasingly a thing that I don't I don't I really cannot point to why I thought there would be such a good thing. except for I think it I think it accomplished what it needed to do, which is it was just not quite something I'm capable of singing. Yep. Like just, just outside of my ability. We got into some dialect work on this episode. <laughs> Talk about the, the specialty dialect that has plagued pop songs for about a decade. It's a really, if you really want to hear us, if, if you liked this disagreement about music, <laughs> wait till you hear us in full agreement about how Andrew should make music. Yeah. It really was like so, so fun. I never, I think I also am never like the like um, center of attention as a performer like that mm. in a way that I was like, this is just not what I'm used to. It's exhausting. Um, but I do think, I mean, the, 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 like to the extent that it was valuable at all, it was because we just fucking did it with like, not mm-hmm. really any jokes about the process. No, it's not so much a comedy episode as it is just a hilarious <laughs> moment in real life. <laughs> like we just, we just come, I, I feel like we just committed to the thing and just was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. We're, I got real not, insufferable about some music theory I'm not, things. And I, we're not I winking do and nodding. And I don't apologize. <laughs> the, uh, it was really fun. It was really fun. The thing that was like, not stressing me out on hindsight, but like, <laughs> A new per, a new perspective I had when I was editing yesterday was like Andrew sings so much for basically an hour and a half of audio, and <laughs> we talked to him so much in between him singing. Yeah. So like his track is just kind of nonstop between like singing, but then talking for four minutes. And I was like, man, what you. I, in hindsight, I was like, I should have been talking more to fill time so that he could like. Rest well, we his tried. voice for yeah, yeah. We did try. We, we even tried to sit you down and rest you. I mean, in episode three, you guys will hear. I literally say, Andrew, you have to be quiet, sit on that stool, drink your water, and yeah. don't talk. And he's still chiming in, being like, yeah. "Wait, one more thing. Wait, uh-huh. I have a question." So that's on you, dog. We had an audible last night that, because I wanted. So bad? No, I mean you sound yeah. great. Um, <laughs> but I wanted. We were talking about releasing a watch long that we did, but the three of us all sound so tired that I'm like. <laughs> It, it, it it's kind of jarring hearing like the first one because as a listener you'd be like what happened in part two and three where they're like this tired but then listening to part two I was like all right we're gonna kind of earn that exhaustion yeah um, we gotta do the Andrew sing series in order and then you can hear our stop making sense watch along yeah you guys are excited for that um all right enough shilling for our subscription site um they're really the the most fun uh 
so like, fucking funny. Yeah, we're too. so excited about our, our little <laughs> promo, which is good. Um, wow, we've we've talked so long. Yeah, we had to have a whole like <laughs> we went. We had so to understand the rails. fundamentally what music is and what books are. That took a minute. Yeah. Uh, um, good for us. Yeah, we solved I, some shit. <laughs> or not. Who knows? Uh, break? Break yeah, voicemail? Then, break, then voicemails. <laughs> break over. Voicemails? <laughs> Now I'm trying to be quick. Yeah, let's get it. Let's efficient, efficient size this. Hello, yo. Um, I ha- I'm calling to tattle on myself, uh, my former self when I was younger. Um, there, I'm white. Uh, there was a group of girls when I was in high school who were real assholes to me, like just mean, petty, child shit. Uh, and one day they came up to me and asked to copy my homework. And these girls were black and they mispronounced my name. I used the name Beth at the time and they pronounced the TH as F, which is not a problem. However, in my mind, it was like, if you're going to be an asshole to me, and then asked to copy my homework, at least say my name right. So I said, No, no. That's actually not how you say my name. And they were like, Oh, how do you say it? And I was like, Beth. Um, that was racist, right? What? Uh, feel free to drag me. <laughs> Thanks for the show. Love you guys. Bye. Caller, I was really waiting for some <laughs> primo teen problematic the other, shit. The other shoe. Just like in in the movie, Nope is simply not going to drop. It just kind of hovered. I mean, what did they say back? I mean, incomplete story. I don't. Here's here was my thought listening to this voicemail initially is I don't think it is an incomplete story. I think I know this is a story about our a specific type of listener that we have. Um, who, listen, I will just like, you know, like, like as far as white people go, this is, this is on, this is on, this is on the good side of the spectrum. I want to make that clear. However, it is, it is, you know, sort of at the side of the spectrum of like, yes, you, you are like understanding that. Racism exists, white supremacy exists, people, mm-hmm. you know, like policing um policing dialect like, accents. Black yeah, people that's is all not great. That's all racist. However, there's another part of like like how much of your brain has you be the main character wherein you can apparently hold on to something like this from she's at high school, I think. Mm-hmm. Um you know to the point where this is like a thing that you are bringing up to a podcast. Cause it's like, it just sounds like you were pretty polite and did the exact ish. Right. I guess I could see now that I mean, it's not great. Her point. Yeah. But also this is the thing. I know you did something at work like a year ago that you should be (laughs) calling it about. (laughs) 
But the concern is she doesn't realize that that thing was bad. But, right. Right. That's right, the right, problem. Right. The, you, there's something else you did. Call her. I don't know you. I'm sure you're great. But just because we're all humans. Yeah. You yeah. Did something, you did something four or five years ago that should have your attention twice as much as Beth Beth does. At least, yeah. Right. Like, don't hang on to... Let this go. Yeah, let this one go. Have. Yeah. And, and think about something... I don't know, more present. More present yeah. and more, like, serious. And now she's going to call back and be like, you're right. When I worked for <laughs> Career Builder, I did ask a young woman... Four more to, voicemails. You know, yeah, yeah. she's going to have a bunch of stuff now in the in the inbox. Kala, <laughs> um, you said we could drag you, and I guess we're dragging you for not knowing where your be- best racisms are. <laughs> yeah. You got some better ones in the hopper. I know it. <laughs> Yeah. Coming at us with this weak shit. It's just like weak. Yeah. Correcting yeah. a bully who's mispronouncing your name. Yeah. Like there there is that like, yeah, no, she, yeah, it, bullies are bad. Girls being mean to you in high school, that's bad and that's rough. Should you police their dialect? Should you do it's the same thing when like, you know, uh, a even the worst people, you know, the the Candace Owens, the Megan Kellys, whatever, they don't deserve gendered insults. They don't deserve, you know, yeah. things that attack their personage and their marginalized yeah. status as women. They do deserve to be called stupid idiots who have bad ideas and are bigots. Yeah. Yeah. But like also you were a teenager and like, why are we litigating this? I'm I'm tired. Yeah. I just it's it's just like you gotta you gotta like do something, you know, or just like, fine, but like, this isn't something to hang on to for this long. And like, finding that line of like, how long to self-flagellate, I think is probably, and look, now that even as I say that out loud, that is 100% some shit that is going to bite us in the ass advice-wise. Yeah, we can't But win. it is I'm, true. It's just like, get get past it. But I think what's scary to me, like you said, this represents a type of caller and a type of listener we have. And it makes me like... Caller, this isn't just on you. So yes, I'm dragging you, but I'm dragging like a larger umbrella of folks you represent. Um, I'm scared for you <laughs> because you don't, the, and this is the broad you, all of you, you don't seem to have a good barometer when it comes to these things. And yeah, yeah I know we've set up this show to be kind of tongue in cheek, like call us in when you're calling with your questions. We'll tell you if it's bad, but like, also, we're trying to assume a baseline of like understanding of these things. And time and again, we get confronted by people who demonstrate they don't have a great baseline. And that makes me scared because no one that far behind should be following me. Right, right, right. <laughs> or that like listens to us evidently this much. We're just like, what? Yeah. I'm like, what? If you don't what know how to just not- file that away under like, oh, that sucked. Don't do yeah. that anymore. Or it's like simply correctable. I don't do that anymore. It's like. Yeah. I don't know. You got to work on your barometers, all of you. Yeah. So, I don't know. Read a book. <laughs> Read. Oh, listen to some jams about justice. 
<laughs> jams about justice. We got to get out of here before I'm too mean to this caller. Let's hit another one. All right, <laughs> hey, Andrew, Tanya, and guests. Um, I'm from North Carolina. I'm a white gay. Um, and I um, work with some uh, people of color, and they all refer to each other as the N-word, and none of the white people say it, obviously. So the other day I was talking to um, a black person who is like kind of, he's my friend, and he used the N-word towards me, like, listen up, like, buddy, but it was the N-word. <laughs> um, is it racist if that's, like, a huge compliment? <laughs> Whoa! This zagged what I thought it was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Is it racist if that's a huge compliment? <laughs> wow. I mean, you've just... You've just kind of pointed at the thing that I think a lot of people are scared to say, which is white people just want to be included. That's why they're mad and they can't use the word. They, <laughs> they just, just want to be love. in the club. They want to be part of it. It's really, I know. And, and it leads them into all, you know, types of horrible places and, and lack of uh, basic awareness of history and understanding. Um, however, is this okay? Because I feel like, I wanted to bring this one out again because I feel like we've had variations on this in the past. Yes. And part of me was like, I don't know why this one felt like, maybe it's just like, like the happiness in the voice was like yeah. a little felt different. I don't, I don't totally know what I'm, what I'm reacting to. It is really like, cheery. The whole call yeah. is quite cheery. <laughs> it's like, I which I kind of like. <laughs> oh, really? I was like, I think I was like, I need a different tone on this. Maybe yeah, not. But Maybe I'm no, wrong. Because you know the other tone that we would get is someone being like, I was really conflicted and I felt like I should correct them and tell them that I'm not okay <laughs> yeah, with that. Yeah. And, yes, and then yes, I would yes, really yes. dislike that person because I'd be like, just shut up. Let your friend <laughs> call you a slur that doesn't apply to you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I saw his face. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But is that wrong of me? I am kind of like, let them call you their slur. Just just say thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's gotta be that's gotta be I I now I'm like I think I'm just falling back to the same thing I said last ish time, which is like like just find a way to modulate your response. Like don't be too happy about yeah, it. Don't be too excited. And obviously don't pretend it didn't happen. And obviously don't start saying it yourself. And don't just like, like a agree yeah, cool. too hard if yes. they're like hey you're my n-word don't be like i sure am like just yeah. don't <laughs> not not too affirmative yeah d- not negative because it's not your job to tell them they can't say that yeah it's like I right think, in the right in the pocket i think you, you just gotta it. go with a like a oh. like a okie doke or an yeah all right yeah all righty mm-hmm Okay. Lean on one of your cultural white phrases. They say yeah. white people don't have culture, but there's a whole mm-hmm. slew of affirmative uh, phrases that you could say. You could say, gee gosh. Yeah. You could say, wowzers. Okay, okay buddy. <laughs> you could say, wow, sure thing. I made a list you of could- white things my mom says. Goodness to Pete is one I, I throw at her a lot, throw back at her a lot. Goodness to Pete. Uh-huh. Goodness to Pete. You could say, well, I'll be. Uh, That's a good one. <laughs> da darn it. Or no, God darn it. it it's, she like changes God damn it around so it sounds like it. 
but it'll preface with like a story that was like, I was almost in this head on collision. And I said, son of a God, what is this guy doing? And I was like, yeah. mom. <laughs> Any of those are appropriate responses. Gee whiz. Yeah. Aw shucks. If you're feeling yeah. like, aw shucks, bashful about it. Just wow, watch wow. some Andy Griffith. Yeah. Or read like an Real. Archie comic and you'll, <laughs> you'll have plenty. Oh, shucks is on my list. Not yeah. Not the new um, Archie comics, presumably. Did they? Did they take that? Did they do the thing where they had to turn the Archie comics all like nasty because Riverdale was a hit? I have no idea. And because the lodges are Latine and R- Riverdale, so did they make them that in the comics? I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Ar- Archie be fucking now in the comics. Okay. okay. Sure. Yeah, you could respond well, Archie be fucking, and just start your own new mm-hmm. phrase and confuse. Mm-hmm. Your black friends. They won't know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Who's Archie? <laughs> Don't worry why, about it. Why are you swearing at me? Um, this is not a response you could use, but it, just because it doesn't apply. But I do have a friend whose mom, she's very Midwest, and she says, instead of swearing, she goes, oh, swears. <laughs> Which I think is <laughs> really good. adorable. Uh-huh. That's true. She's she's not wrong. Oh, swears. Um, have, you, have you guys ever been called a slur that was not your own by a person that had ownership over the slur <laughs> yes and I, I haven't thought about it i didn't like leave a voicemail on a podcast about it <laughs> <laughs> you didn't call up daily zeitgeist <laughs> i should have i mm-hmm. i will say it doesn't happen to me a lot but i would back of the envelope say 90 percent of them have been carl tart sure that's probably 90 of mine too <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, you know yeah I think similar I like trying to connect the voicemail sometimes even when they can't be connected but um, (laughs) if you are thinking about this like years from now like that's also a problem like how long how long you decide to think about this yeah uh, kind of will answer the answer your question too the critical thing is this should not have neither of these calls should have these situations presented in the calls should have a big impact in your life no. That's mm-hmm. the important thing is it should have a medium impact, medium to small to fleeting impact and just mm-hmm. let it go and, and mm-hmm. be good. And this is not what the caller's asking because the caller was clearly fucking jazzed to be called this, but just in case there are folks on the other side, uh non-black folks who don't like the word, who don't like hearing the word, that's all right for you to have that personal opinion. Uh if you do hear it out in the world or get called it, do everything you can to resist the urge to express your dislike of the word because it ain't really yours to <laughs> like or dislike. <laughs> right, right, right. But you know the people that are like, I really don't approve the commentary of that. I don't on it. Hear it? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Eh. Well, I tell you who doesn't care is these people yeah. calling you the n word. So yeah, just keep yeah. keep keep it quiet. Um, Pretty well, much, caller, pretty, I'm happy pretty for much you. Regardless, regardless of where the who's saying it and how where they're coming from, you're not going to be able to change their mind. That's true. <laughs> Whatever you say next, it's not it's not for them. It's for you, and it's not going to be fruitful. Jeez, oh Pete, there yeah. it is. Yep, yep. Woo! All what right. a what an episode. We we crushed our format. We shattered our format all over the place. Talked definitely talked more about music than racism. Had a philosophical debate. <laughs> like These are by just a becoming lot. music pods now. We just slowly are gonna shift into 
you know. That's that's your dream. <laughs> that's all you've ever wanted. I'm just sneakily turning this whole feed into just music. So that's, that's watch this space. Me. Yeah, listen, listen to the political jams coming out of the space. <laughs> Read those sultry books. <laughs> um, so yeah, mostly if you're if you're not enticed by this. Uh, I don't know what's going to entice you to go to suboptimalpods.com and sign up for the suboptimal bundle where you can hear, uh, as when this comes out, two, mm-hmm. two episodes mm-hmm. of uh, Andrew Singh's Chandelier. <laughs> it's so delightful. <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, uh, call in with your racism questions, 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Uh, we're on the socials. I don't know how much we're going to be on the Twitter, but you can get us That's on Instagram. True. I'm at Charlie yeah. Newman. He's at Andrew T. Kevin J. Bartelt. Um, you can also follow Suboptimal Pods on Instagram. You can follow you as this racist. Um, yeah. yeah. That's it. I think that's it. Yep. Bye. Peace. This is Suboptimal.